Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the two-game NFL main slate on Monday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports sites. Uh, real quick before we get into the video, I do want to say thank you guys again for all the support uh, on the YouTube comment section on Twitter and in the live streams. I really, really do appreciate it, guys. Um, the easiest way to support me with all the content being free is just leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload videos you know when I go live. Also, if you guys cannot watch the YouTube videos, uh, I upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the description below, which is the DK DFS show. But uh, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So uh, before I talk about players and their prices for uh, Monday's two-game slate, and this is, you know, it was supposed to only be a showdown slate, obviously, on Monday, but... The whole news with Cam Newton getting COVID crazy, that game being pushed back a bit. Um, now we have a two-game slate, and we have a Millie Maker, too. Uh, I think it's a $10 entry? 10 or $20 entry. I guess I could see right here. Let's see. Uh, $10 entry, million dollars to first. So, um, yeah, really, really excited about it. we got two nice games. Uh, I think the latter uh, with Atlanta and Green Bay probably is a little bit uh, you know, more upside. But both games um, should be should be fun to watch, even with uh, you know no Cam Newton there on uh, the Patriots. But yeah, well, let's take a look at these numbers here. So with no Newton, uh, obviously the, the the line moves in favor of the Chiefs. It's now a fifty over under. The Chiefs are favored by eleven points here. Falcons Packers is a fifty seven over under. Fifty seven. Uh, Packers are seven point favorites. So. Uh, there's going to be point. There's going to be a lot of points scored in this one. Uh, a lot of different ways you can go. People price very, very fairly. So let's jump into. It. We'll start a quarterback today. And Mahomes at the top at seven six. This is a tricky one because if we're not considering the matchup, obviously Mahomes has has the most upside out of these quarterbacks. But you know, going up up against the Patriots, not like the Patriots like like a really tough matchup. It's just no Cam Newton. It worries me with with the Chiefs. And are they really going to put the foot on the gas pedal the whole game? Or are, you know, maybe in the second half, maybe they go to the ground and pound, right, to, to eat clock. I'm just, I'm a little bit worried that New England is not going to be able to score enough points to, to make Kansas City, you know, continue to have to, uh, you know, score a bunch of points. That is the only concern with Mahomes. Again, he is, uh, if we're not considering the matchup, he's the guy that has the most upside. Um, he's the guy that can get it done on the ground. 30 and 43 fancy points the last couple games. So uh, no real issue if you want to go Mahomes. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan, I think, are look a little bit better to me for the matchup, right? It's almost a 60 over under. Both quarterbacks have been playing well, and both quarterbacks have been airing, airing it out. Um, yeah, I mean, this Atlanta defense is absolutely terrible. Uh, should have Devontae uh, Adams back, too, for, for Aaron Rodgers, which is a plus. I think he makes a really, really nice play here at 7K in this matchup. I, I do like Matt Ryan, too, at 6-2. I think those are the, the two um, quarterback plays that really, look, that really look good. Obviously, you know, Mahomes... Uh, my only concern with Mahomes is just, you know, can New England score enough points? But, um, yeah, Matt Ryan is, is going to have to air it out here. Uh, 54, 36, and 38 pass attempts the first three games here. Again, Green Bay has not really been uh, amazing defensively either. This one is closing in on uh, 60 points for, for the over-under. So, 
Uh, those quarterbacks uh, look great. Uh, you know, all the receivers look to be coming back for, for both teams well, with Adams and with Julio Ridley, Russell Gage on the other side. So, um, yeah. Uh, finally, we have Brian Hoyer at, at the min price 5K for quarterback at least. I, I'm just not going to consider him. Um, you know, he, he could have a decent game. It's not like he's a terrible quarterback. It's just... Will the sa- will the will the savings from him off of like Matt Ryan or, or Roger Mahomes be enough to, to keep it close? I don't think it will be. I just think the the upside of Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and Mahomes is all is like through the roof on this uh, on this two game slate. So Hoyer's a guy that I, I'm I'm just not going to get to. If you need him for salary relief, fine, but yeah, uh, I'm just not going to do it. So. That's kind of my thoughts with quarterback. Um, obviously, the top three guys are, are the guys that I'm considering. I'm kind of leaning towards Rodgers and Ryan just because I'm a little bit worried that New England can't score enough points. But that again, that is my own concern with Mahomes. Uh, so let's move on to running back. Aaron Jones is 7-3. So, uh, like I said, great match here against Atlanta. He's a good passing back too. Six, eight, and four targets to the last three games. Uh, the one downside there in Jones is they still have Jamal Williams, and they still they like giving the ball to Jamal Williams. It's about a 70-30 split right now uh, for, for the snaps, but um, Aaron Jones is obviously the guy that has the more upside. Um, 16, 18, and 16 carries. We'll probably get around 20 touches. Again, he had that one enormous game week two there against uh, Detroit. 7-3 is, is a fair price. I think the, the upside on some of these receivers might be a little bit higher, and they are a little bit cheaper. But, um, you know, running back is a little bit thin. If you just look at running back in general, you have Jones, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Gurley, and then, like, the Patriots running back. So I, I think the wide receivers, is it's, at least for me, it's shaping up to probably be, um, you know, use wide receiver there in the flex. But, um, yeah, with running back being thin, I think Aaron Jones makes for a good play there at 7-3. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I really like at 6-2. Um, again, I mentioned, you know, can the Patriots score enough points for the Chiefs to really put the, the foot in the gas pedal? Well, it won't hurt Edward Slayer either way. If they are playing from a couple, say they're playing from like a 14-point lead, well, they'll give the ball more to Clyde Slayer on the ground. Uh, if it's a close game, he can get targeted through the air. So um, really, really do like Clyde Slayer here at 6-2. I think he makes for a really safe play um, at his price. Probably my favorite running back play um, for this slate. Gurley at 5-5. <sighs> You know, it's all about how do you think this game plays out, right? The Falcons are seven-point dogs. You know, if they do fall behind early, they could phase him out a bit. He's not really getting utilized a whole lot in, in the in the passing game. The you know Brian Hill's been playing well as the backup running back. Again, I'm fine with Gurley, uh, but I'm not going to really prioritize him uh, when you have like if you just go over a wide receiver. You have Julio Jones at almost the same price. You have Julian Edelman for less. It's just like, I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to prioritize Todd Gurley at his price. Uh, the New England running back situation is is interesting here. Um, James White is now back in the mix. He is the guy that I do prefer if you're going to make him pick one of the backs. So I think Burkhead still does get some work, but he, he will go way down um, for, from his workload uh, the last few, few games here with uh, no James White. Both of them are good pass-catching backs, um, but, yeah, I would slightly give the edge there to White. Uh, but it is tricky, um, just because New England will utilize like three or four running backs here. Uh, but if I don't know, if I was going to take a shot and want to think it would be James White uh, at that price point. But that's really it. like I don't think I'm going to consider Brian Hill again. Jamal Williams, 
getting probably getting at thirty percent of snaps isn't necessary. I don't think so on the slate, right? Like, the back playing the back of running backs, I just don't think we have to do it. Um, right, if you're making like one hundred fifty lineups, sure you can throw some, uh, you know, back running backs in there, but I'm not really gonna prioritize them for like a single entry guy like myself. Um, that's why, yeah, I'm not going to consider Sony Michelle. So really for me, running back, I think it's Clyde Edwards-Hiller being my favorite play, um, then Aaron Jones. Gurley's fine if you want to get to him, and then, you know, if I was going to pick a running back for New England, it probably would be James White, but I still think they, they utilize Burkhead. Uh, they'll probably utilize, uh, you know, Michelle there a bit, too. So let's talk about wide receiver. And wide receiver is just loaded. The prices are really, really fair. Like, Devontae Adams at 7K in going up against Atlanta... It's just way, way, way too cheap. Sure, right? He's dealing with a hamstring injury. Obviously a little bit concerning, but he has practiced the last three days. Uh, I think he is he is one of the top plays of the slate. Again, not really going to try and take it all there, but really, really do like Devonta Adams uh, in this matchup. Also really like the Atlanta receivers. Again, both Ridley and Julio have been banged up, um, but both should be good to go here. You know, Ridley has been absolutely insane the last three weeks here. 12, 10, and 13 targets. Julio missed the last game, had a disappointing uh, game there against Dallas. What was a little bit banged up with a hamstring injury, but the first game, 12 targets, 9 catches. Um, I really do like both Lander receivers. Um, you guys can kind of see where I'm trending on the slate, right? It's just, uh, these these receivers are just too cheap. So, love, love Adams. Love both the top Lander receivers. Uh, you know, a pass-heavy offense. Tyreek Hill, I think he does, is going to be a little bit more of a contrarian option, uh, but he has that big play upside, 6-11 and 6 targets the first three games. He can break the slate any single time he's out there, so have no issue if this is the direction you want to go. If you want to pair him with Mahomes, thing that is going to be a little bit of a lower-owned stack on, on this two-game slate. But again, anything can happen, and you know the upside here on Tyreek Hill. So uh, have absolutely no issue if that's the direction you want to go. Julian Edelman is going to be low-owned just because look at look who's around him, right? Julio, Ridley, Adams, Tyreek Hill. So I do kind of like Edelman as a contrarian play. This is a game the Patriots should be playing from behind. Uh, Brian Coyer is obviously a downgrade from Newton, but he's not a terrible quarterback. Ooh, Edelman out of the slot, like, I just think he flies under the radar in this slate. So is an intriguing play, but there are a couple other cheap Patriots receivers I do like as well with Bird and Harry we'll get to, so... Um, I think, again, Edelman more of a contrarian play on slate. MVS um, makes for an interesting value option. No Lazard. Uh, again, Devontae Adams questionable, but I assume he's going to go. So MVS should probably be the number two receiver. Hasn't really been great. Uh, has had six, seven, four targets. He is going to be lower owned, but he, he will be the number two receiver, and the matchup's great. If you can't get to Devontae Adams or you want to go like the full Packers stack, so you want to go Aaron Rodgers and pair him with both receivers, I have no issue with that either. Russell Gage at 4-5, um, got banged up, a concussion uh, last game, but looks like he's going to be back for this one. I mean, he's been getting a ton of snaps. Again, Atlanta loves right, running uh, three wide receiver sets. Um, he had 12-9 targets the first couple games. If you can't get to Julio or Ridley, I'm fine saving some money with Gage. I think he's a perfectly fine option for, for, for a cheap wide receiver here. I do prefer getting up to Julio and Ridley if you can, but if you need a cheap play, I think Russell Gage is not going to kill you there at the price. The other two, like, I'm not going to consider Hardman. Only played about 40% of the snaps last game. Did have a, a touchdown, but just not playing enough snaps for me to feel confident about that. Sammy Watkins played the, actually the most snaps for wide receiver for Kansas City. Had eight targets, seven catches. 
Um, he's just always an up-and-down guy, um, right? 21-2 and then 13 fantasy points. We saw it last year, the big game won, and then it's kind of downhill. Then a couple big games there at the end. A 4-3 is a dual price. My concern is the same thing I mentioned the other Chiefs, uh, you know, with Mahomes, with Tyreek Hill. I'll mention with Kelsey, too. Can the Patriots score enough where the Chiefs really have to, to put the um, you know foot on the gas pedal? That is the concern there. Nikhil Harry and Burt. So these are two uh, you know really cheap receivers that I do like. 3-9 and 3-6. Uh, New England, they just should be playing from behind, right? 11-point dogs. Uh, they should have to air it out. I like the price points on both these guys uh, with Harry, with Bird. Don't really have a strong take on who I prefer. Uh, Bird's going to get a little bit more snaps. Harry's usually a little bit more productive with his, with his snaps, but... Uh, I think both look good at under 4K for salary relief. Uh, Zacchaeus is not a guy I'm going to look to. Looks like, again, all three of those land receivers are back. Robinson will probably get 50% of the snaps, but I just don't think we have to do it. Um, sure, you know, he can get a long touchdown. Again, if you're making like 150 lineups, you can consider guys like this. But for single entry, I'm probably not going to do it. Um, and I think it's going to be Shepard that, that will be the number three receiver here for Green Bay. He is the flat min. Again, that's like a sleeper play, right? A super, super risky play. But it looks like with, with no Lazard, he probably will be the number three receiver. Again, that's assuming Adams plays. Um, but that's really it for, for wide receivers. Let's talk about tight end. So tight end, it's Kelsey way at the top. And a couple cheap, uh, you know, guys with Hurst and Tiny are viable. But that's really it. So um, Kelsey at 6'5". Same thing I'll mention with, with Mahomes, Hill, Watkins. Can New England score enough points? He's obviously the most talented tight end on the slate. Um, 6.5K, though, you are going to have to pay a premium. And is he necessary when you have guys like Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones at a similar price? I don't think I, I'm going to prioritize Kelsey. That doesn't make him out of play, though. right? So um, he, he's obviously the, the best tight end on the slate, but you are going to have to pay a premium for him. Then we get to the two cheaper options with Hurst and Tanya. Um, you know, I, I think both look good for the prices, and this is probably the direction that I'm going. I, I'm leaning towards spending down a bit on tight end, whether it be Hurst or Tanyan. Haven't really made my, my mind up yet. Um, you know, both are the number one tight ends for the teams. Again, both this one should be a shootout. Um, so no real issue with, with either Tanyan or Hurst. If you maybe pick, I think I would slightly prefer Hurst. I think he is a little bit of a better pass catching tight end than Tanyan, but uh, both guys are certainly in play here. Uh, if you want to consider the backup tight ends, you, you can with like Sternberger, uh, but I, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Ryan Izzo is, is the starting tight end for New England, but not really a great pass-catching tight end, so uh, he's not someone I'm really considering on this slate. Finally, defense. So the Chiefs at the top at 4K, I think they are the, the safest option going up in this backup quarterback, but are they 100% necessary? I don't think you have to play them. Um I guess it is tricky, right? Because like I don't really want to play either the Falcons, or the, the Packers, or the Falcons uh, defense. But I, I probably would rank at Chiefs one, and then the Patriots defense two at, at two six, right? Hopefully, if you do play the Patriots defense, hopefully they just don't kill you. Maybe they get you like two fancy points. Again, obviously the Chiefs are, are the safest defense on the slate. Don't really feel good about playing the Packers or, or the Falcons defense. Um, if you made me pick between a, a defense at that game, I would go the Packers. So. I guess I'd rank them Chiefs, then, then Patriots, Packers, Falcons, but um, Chiefs are, are the safest option uh, and, and probably the way that I think a majority of people will go on this slate. 
But yeah, I think that's going to do it for uh, the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. I will be live streaming for this two-game slate, 30 minutes for lock, guys, so be sure to check the live stream. I'll go over everything and answer any questions you guys have. Again, really, really exciting that we have another million maker here. Um, if you guys are going to try to win this solo, uh, obviously you're going to have to get unique, whether that be take a shot on someone really cheap or leave Sally on the table, right? So I'll talk about that more, though, in my live stream tomorrow. Again, make sure to check out the live stream. Uh, thanks again, guys. Hope you guys have a good day, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.